What is up and good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Shred Show live with me, Josh Pitts, and very special guest, Rick Allen. If you're joining us this morning, good morning or good afternoon. If you're like Rick and you're on the East Coast, it's afternoon for you. But if you're here on the West Coast, good morning, good morning. Hopefully you are having an incredible week. Holy cow, It is time is flying by. July 4th is come and gone. And now we're into the thick of July and very excited to have Rick Allen VP of business development uh, or vi- business transformation. Sorry, make sure I got that right there. Ray. Business yep. transformation at Optimal Blue. We're going to be talking data this morning, and you are not going to want to miss this because Rick is a veteran of our industry. He's probably one of the most knowledgeable experts when it comes to data. And data, as we all know, data is king within our industry right now, not just in our industry, in any industry. So we're going to be talking about data. You're not going to want to miss it. And again, Rick Allen, thank you so much for joining us, man. I appreciate you being here. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. Thrilled. I am very excited. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us right now, if you're joining us live, make sure you comment hashtag shred because that means you're here shredding with Rick and I having a good time enjoying it. If you're joining us on the replay. Make sure you comment hashtag hustle because that means you're out there, you're hustling, you're getting it done. Then you're coming back and joining us and learning and growing your business. With that, Rick, I want to, before we get into all the exciting news, all the exciting things that are going on with data, especially in our industry right now, let's get to know you a little bit. Like I mentioned, you're on the East Coast. You actually have a beautiful lake just outside the house. We were just talking boats and uh, summertime fun that's going on. So tell us a little bit about yourself, some of the things that you enjoy doing. I would assume boating is probably a hobby being that you guys live so close to the lake. Sure is. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. North of Boston, almost up to New Hampshire. Uh, Been here for about a year. Lakeside. It's a wonderful way to spend uh, COVID captivity, right? Um, Very fortunate. (laughs) to uh, be able to walk out back and have a little vacation to my, um, you know, right out in my backyard. I say uh, you can't complain about COVID captivity. I haven't heard it put that way, but that is a really good way to put it, Rick. I think that's brilliant. So yeah, yeah. so now you guys do, being that you're up there, you guys get snow, you guys ski, water ski is at times. What else do you guys do? do? Yeah, I'm an avid water skier and skier. I like to do both of those. Uh, summertime, I'm out in the water, out in the boat. Uh, you know, plan whatever I can to get out outdoors on the lake, on the ocean. Um, in the winter, it's skiing or this uh, somewhat cult sport called platform tennis. You ever you ever heard of that one? No. What is that? Like mini tennis in a cage. It's uh, popular in the northern part of the United States. A cold weather outdoor game played on a mini tennis court on a platform in a cage. So is it kind of like racquetball? It's cross between tennis and racquetball. Yeah, it's actually uh, it's quite an active sport. It's very popular among, uh, I'll say, washed up tennis players like guys who went D1 that didn't go pro that uh, find the sport that they can be uh, quite good in quite fast. It's uh, it's really fascinating, yeah. fast moving, uh, very social sport. It's a lot of fun. That's very cool. That's super. I've never, never heard of that, but that's something I have to check out. Yeah. Something that's yeah. big here in the West. Have you ever heard of pickleball? Oh yeah, yep. Uh, see, I was gonna say we started we started playing some pickleball here, and that's like that's a mix. I was I played a lot of racquetball growing up. I was never a tennis player, never could get into tennis, but played racquetball, then got into pickleball and have a ton. Of, it sounds like a cross between all of them. So it sounds like you and the family have plenty of ways to stay busy during this COVID captivity. And so, real quick, tell me about what is what is your work in this in this COVID captivity? What does work life look for you? What is how do you start the day? How do you how do you really balance the day? Uh, yeah, big change from where I was. I was traveling just about every week, Tuesday to Thursday, Ooh. Monday to Thursday, whatever it was, and uh, haven't traveled since mid-March. 
Uh, I was actually in Chicago when we made the decision to stay at home. I, I took two business calls in Chicago from my hotel room and uh, flew home that night. I haven't been in a plane since. I haven't worked anywhere but from home since uh, mid-March. And uh, it's a different life, right? It's a different life from traveling every week. It's it's great in some ways. I get to get up and get my workout in and get my coffee and go for a dip in the lake before I start my workday. And, uh, it's, you know, just keep plugging along. We're very fortunate to have good uh, uh, IT folks that uh, have us well connected. Um, we're not really skipping a beat. Very fortunate that we were able to get 100% work from home in a matter of three days and, and uh, keep product productivity at a very high level. That is insane to me. And that shows the efficiency of a company, Rick, is when you go from basically guys like you and I who are traveling, I mean, almost nonstop traveling the country, and then you're able to make a shift so quickly that shows, I mean, Optimal Blue is one of those companies that clearly has things dialed in, really figured out, and the efficiencies are clearly shown there. And which we're going to be talking about here in just a few yeah. minutes, but I, I'm excited to get into our topic of conversation because uh, I, I'm going to kind of give a little prelude. There's a big announcement that we're going to be talking about Nasdaq here in a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned. You're definitely going to share this out because this is big for our entire industry. This is huge uh, information. And right here on the Shred Show, you're hearing it first. There's a big announcement that's going to be happening later, though, that you guys will want to stay tuned for. But let me before we get too much into that as well, Rick. Like I mentioned, you are truly a veteran of our industry. You've been in this industry for a very long time. You've seen the changes that have happened and you've kind of split it from being in the mortgage industry to SaaS. I mean, you were with uh, TD Bank, you were with MortgageBot, now of course with Optimal Blue, but you've been in this industry. You have a lot of experience here. Yeah, thanks very much, Josh. I've been in the industry. I won't uh, date myself, but it's really been a split career. I spent the first half or so on the lending side, most recently with TD Bank in executive positions there in the mortgage lending group and uh, joined Scott Happ and MortgageBot uh, in 2007, and been on the FinTech side of the industry since then in a number of different roles. Um, you know, with Optimal Blue, I manage our business transformation. It means a lot of different things. Uh, most recently, I've been deeply involved with our CEO, Scott, and a, a fellow by the name of Brennan O'Connell on the data side, uh, pushing this data into maybe some more non-traditional markets than what OB has typically worked with. That's awesome, and that's just it is, I was talking to Bob about this recently and everybody knows Bob Brand with Optimal Blue, but they continue to bring incredible people on like yourself and continue to diversify, continue to expand the team, bringing on all, as they continue to grow, they bring in new talent and, and it's just super exciting to see everything that Optimal Blue is doing right now. So to me, it's super exciting, which is exactly what we're going to dive into next is everybody knows right now, Rick, every, every, the biggest conversation within the mortgage industry is that things are changing, things are evolving. So I want to take just a second and kind of get your perspective on the state of the industry and the significance of really what's going on and the volatile of the market. And I want to kind of start with rates because you were telling me before we got on here, there's, there's some really interesting things that are happening with rates right now. Yeah, it's quite amazing. You know, we've got uh, we've got indices called the Optimal Blue Mortgage Market Indices, which are available for free on our website. We track those obviously daily. It's a result of a daily download, uh, I say daily download of data <laughs> from our uh, from our rate lock database, and uh, we've hit record lows two days in a row now. So you know, certainly COVID's impacting the economy, and when the economy slows down, rates tend to come down with it. Uh, but yeah, we've uh, so our 30 year, our kind of bellwether 30 year rate, fixed rate, conforming rate uh, hit 310 yesterday, came down to 307 today. And, and that's really just for 
a blend of customers, and that includes customers with low credit scores and high credit scores. When you start looking at it in a more refined way, those consumers who have low LTVs and high FICO scores are easily getting rates with the, you know, the start with a two these days, two, 275, 2875, something wow. like that. That's crazy. So you, I mean, back to back record days, that's, that's insane. And I, again, most of the mortgage industry is probably freaking out. They're like, this is awesome. And I, I see LOs posting on social and I hear them talking that, you know, business is booming, but I, I don't know. And, and we don't want any speculation. We don't want to do any guessing here, but you know, there's, there's some big things to come, which we'll talk about here in a minute too, that could really affect which, which, which way rates go. We could possibly even see them lower than they are. Well, that's that's right. The fundamentals behind mortgage rates today show the spreads to be significantly higher than they've been historically. So if you look at a, a benchmark measure like the 10-year treasury, um, we're 30, 40, 50 basis points wider to the 10-year treasury than we've historically been. So, you know, people are protecting themselves. People are trying to manage the flow into very busy pipelines, and that all makes sense. But everything else being equal, historically, rates could be uh, th you know, 30, 40, 50 basis points lower. It'd be uh, quite dramatic to see what happens in that environment when the whole market can get uh, two, two point something percent interest rates. Which, I mean, kind of, you're talking about the market. Let's talk about the purchase market a little bit because that can be affected with all this going on as well. Well, it sure can. You know, we've seen, so our, our rate lock data is very indicative of what's going on in the market. We've been watching that very closely. Uh, we got into the spring with a very strong uh, purchase market. Our rate lock volume was 60% ahead of where it was in 2019. Wow. Uh, COVID hit, uh, you know, and, and started to get uh, to be an issue in early March. Uh, the numbers tanked. People, you know, social distancing. People didn't want to go to open houses. People didn't want to go to closings. People didn't want to do appraisals. People didn't want to record documents. And the market, the purchase market largely tanked. It went from 60% above 2019 to 20% below 2019 in a matter of six weeks. The amazing thing is it's fully recovered. So Josh, today we're back to 60% above. We had an 80 point swing down and back up in relation to 2019 for our uh, rate lock purchase volume on the system. And it looks like it's going to be a market that carries well into the summer. You know, typically the purchase market will slow down around uh, Memorial Day as people get into vacation mode and they've identified their new home for next fall. doesn't look like I think we've got a lot of pent up demand from what didn't happen in March and April and, and into May. And, and it's going to be a very active purchase market for the summer, it looks. Well, we can't complain about that for all of us in the mortgage industry. We're all, we're excited about it. And seeing that those purchase market numbers, again, we're talking data, talking about these, these numbers and this data. Uh, and that's kind of where I want to lead this conversation, Rick, because honestly, there's so many incredible things that you, that Optimal Blue and you guys are doing with data. But before we get into that, you know, who can actually benefit? Because I, I guarantee we have some people, whether from executives to originators, like data, yeah. like data, data doesn't yeah. impact what I do. Who can benefit from data and how can they benefit from data? Yeah, well, the answer is not to be wise, but it's really everybody. I mean, if you're in this industry and you're not talking about data, uh, I think you're missing out on something. Uh, a few groups come to mind. You know, Optimal Blue's customers are lenders and investors. Uh, we've been providing data solutions to them. Uh, for the entire history, our, our system is built on data. Uh, so they're certainly looking at data to understand their book of business, how they're performing and how they're performing against the market. That's critical for any lender to understand. Uh, we've got some history in sharing data with regulators um, mm. and they're very interested obviously in what's going on in the market so they can understand how to 
uh, set policy and, and, and how to regulate the market and understand uh, what's going on in the market and where it's headed. Uh, the GSEs and the MI companies are huge consumers of data. They want to understand one, they'd love to know what their market share is and they like to know as soon as possible, but they're also okay. interested in where it's heading and, and what's coming down the pipeline. If you're in the MI business, you tend to be on the back end of it. And boy, wouldn't we like to know earlier what's going on to no see kidding. what's coming our way. Um, so it's it, it, there's and the, the one of the big pickups we're seeing, Josh, has to do with modeling, right? There's uh, more and more data in the market. There's more and more people that are consuming that data to provide modeling around all sorts of things. Our industry, one of the big ones is prepayments. And if you're in the business of owning mortgage-backed securities or owning mortgage servicing rights, you've got a big risk in what goes on with prepayments. And uh, certainly that's a big area of data consumption. And, and the better data that goes in, the better data that comes out. And I love how you said, not to be smart, but like data affects everybody. And like clearly, when you're providing data to regulators, MIs, like this affects us as originally, it affects everybody in the industry. So data is a critical piece of everybody's day-to-day -day job, like everybody's day-to-day -day function, like data is behind it. But I want to talk more specifically, let's, let's bring this down one more level because Optimal Blue, like you guys, it, you talked about data solutions and data strategy. You guys kind of take this to an all new level. And there's so many companies with, with AI, on the rise and technology on the rise. There's there's dozens, if not hundreds of companies out there talking about data and gathering data and providing data and data solutions and this and that, but you guys really are doing things differently. So maybe talk a little bit more in depth of how Optimal Blue is doing it differently and really what makes their process and their data different. Yeah, for sure. So I had a big focus on data over the last several years. Uh, we launched a product called Enterprise Analytics to our uh, lending customers on the product and pricing engine side. A few years ago, that's been very popular. That tells them what's going on with their book of business. How much volume are they doing? Uh, what are the rate locks? What are the post-lock activity? How often are they doing relocks or lock extensions? Is that more for one branch or loan officer than another? Uh, critical information about margins and concessions and how those compare across, again, branches or loan officers or that sort of thing. So enterprise analytics has brought a wealth of new information to our lending customers and it sold well, but they said, well, put that into perspective for me. What does that mean? How does it compare to what's going on in the market? So we brought a product to market called competitive analytics a year or so ago, um, which does just that. It benchmarks their performance in all those areas I just spoke about against the broader market. In this case, the broader market would be the OB client base. So they can now see not only did my volume go up 10% in Buffalo, New York, but the total market only went up 5%. So I'm killing the market in Buffalo. They can really start to understand what the perspective is of their performance, good or bad, and how that compares to the market. Are they doing more concessions than the market? Are their mar margins higher or lower than the market? And they can drill that right down uh, to, to the market level, not just in general, but again, what's going on in Buffalo or Schenectady or Cleveland. That that's pretty cool. And you mentioned a couple of things here that I kind of want to, I, I want to maybe expand on even more because sure. you talked about being predictive. Data is one of those things. Data is always changing. Data is updating. I mean, we could get into analytics from the actual speed of things. We won't go too much into that, but things are always, always changing, especially within data. So being able to predict where things are going, especially like you said, on these enterprise levels with these companies yeah. Yeah. is a huge benefit. 
Yeah, one of the unique things about our data set, it's rate lock data, right? So it's happening at the time of application, typically. You know, some people wait to lock, but most people will lock at the time of application. And that's the basis. Every time somebody does a lock in the Optimal Blue system, that creates a row in this database. And it collects all the loan level data that's associated with that rate lock. Things you'd expect like loan amount and LTV and FICO and debt to income and location and, and things of that nature. But the data is so much earlier than what's otherwise available in the market, right? So we've got this rate lock, roughly application timing data available the next day uh, to help people understand what's going on in the market. Many of the data sets that other folks are looking at today are closing data sets or they're weekly mm -hmm. data sets. In the fact, in, in the case of a closing data set, you gotta wait for the loan to close. That's gonna be 30, 45, 60 days after the rate lock. And then you gotta wait for that data to be packaged and made available. So we're talking 60, 90, 120 days gap between the optimal blue data at time of rate lock and a closing data set. And, and many people in fact have been relying on that closing data set because it's all that's been available. Hmm. And, and what's interesting to me as well is you, you have all these, you mentioned your enterprise, your competitive, your market, but you guys also provide a uh, many different resources for free data for the entire industry. You yeah. have yeah. lots of free data and market resources that people can turn to. Maybe talk a little bit about that and where people can turn to see some of that data. Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to do what we can to help the market understand where things are at. We created a little over a year ago, 16 indices called OBMMI, Optimal Blue Mortgage Market Indices. They're hmm. available for free on our website. They go back to 2017. Uh, there's uh, six of them that are typical products, 15, 30 year fixed, FHA, VA, Jumbo, et cetera. And then we took that 30 year fix. And again, it's somewhere, this is the area where we differentiate ourselves from others. We took that most common 30-year fixed conforming product and broke it into sub-indices based on credit score and FICO. So now the industry can really start to understand. I mean, if you're in the industry, you know what the loan level price adjustments are. But if you're not living it day and night, and, and for other reasons perhaps we'll get into here, it's important to others to understand what that impact is and how many basis points difference is there for somebody with a 680 versus a 760 credit score. So we've got these OBMMI, they're available on our website. Uh, we've done some other things with our data to make it uh, publicly available. We do a daily market briefing. Anybody can go to our website and sign up for this daily market briefing. It provides rate direction, volume information, uh, spreads, prepay, uh, um, pull through information about pull through from a, a pipeline, hedge spreads, that sort of thing. It's all available for for free uh, again on OB's website. And you know, another cool thing, Josh, we just started a new piece with uh, Adco. Are you familiar with Adco, Andrew Davidson and company? Absolutely. Yeah, so very prominent firm if you're in the mortgage industry, prepayment and analytics. Uh, we've had a great partnership with them over the last nine, nine to 12 months, not a long-term thing, we're just getting started. Uh, but we started a new monthly piece called Mortgage Pricing Insights. Hmm. Again, available to sign up for our website. We'll email it to you every month, but it's a real deep dive on the fundamentals of mortgage pricing, both from the OB side on the primary and secondary markets, and then from the ADCO side, looking at things from a, a prepayment perspective. It's, it's really a compelling piece. If you haven't seen it, you ought to go out there and take a look. Which really is cool to me because I'm sure there's some people watching and they're like, whoa, data, like this is going way over my head. But kind of as you've been explaining, Rick, 
all this does affect even down to the originator knowing this information just helps you become more knowledgeable on how to advise your client that's what we are we're advisors so we're able to advise our clients on like hey this is what the market is doing like hey here's what we can expect here's the shift and again that helps us grow our business as well because then we can if we're if we know what's going on we can in turn reach out to the clients that we know like hey this one's been in the hopper for a while this is where the market's going i need to start reaching out to these clients that i've had in you know in this bucket right now but what's yeah. even more impressive to me too is you have non-client adopters of OB data as well. I mean, you have the Fed, you have Realtor.com, you have AEI, you have so many companies that are adopting this and using this data of OB. And then you mentioned even one, you talked about indices and you talked about how you're starting to use those. And you guys kind of have an exciting announcement with that, which that's where I want to go now is yeah, you guys, that. you do have a really big, your indices are actually being used uh, within the NASDAQ. That That's huge. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. That was absolutely yeah. insane. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, big announcement. So we, huge. Uh, we are uh, got a relationship with NASDAQ. Everybody knows NASDAQ. They've got a service called GIDS, uh, Global Index Data Service. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what it is. It provides indices out to hundreds, literally 700 plus um, vendors, as they call them, throughout the industry. So it could be anybody from Bloomberg. We know them well in our industry. Uh, Refinitiv's icon platform, heavily used in the industry. Uh, Yahoo Finance, Apple Finance, Google Finance, heavily used by consumers across the world. Literally blanketing the market with availability, free availability to optimal blue mortgage market indices. And you know we, we think that's big. We believe these indices, they're the most timely, granular, real-time indication of what's going on in the market. And now it's out there for everybody to consume. They don't have to come to Obi's website, but if, if you're a, a consumer, so to speak, of the GIDS information, you can now receive optimal blues uh, indices, the uh, mortgage market indices uh, as part of that feed. It's re really exciting. We're going to um, so earlier this week, they put us on the tower in Times Whoa, Square. Oh, that's uh, so, so they, cool. They announced our relationship on the tower. We've got a nice photo op from that. And uh, there'll be a press release going out today announcing the uh, relationship to uh, disseminate our indices on GIDS. That's incredible. And that's, we're announcing it right here on the Shred Show for yeah, all of you within that. our industry. It's super exciting. I mean, that's just mind boggling that the fact that you guys have this in data, which is clearly above and beyond being able to be used in these indices for the NASDAQ. Like that just when, when you guys first shared that with me, I was like, oh my gosh. And this is just, this is huge for our industry being that yeah. you guys are providing that data to our industry. And now it's being used on the NASDAQ. Everybody knows the NASDAQ. It's a, you know, it's a household name being that that's who you're providing for these days just shows that OB is so far and uh, above where everybody else is providing this data. It's really exciting. And you guys even have, I mean, not to get too far into this, but kind of the, the future of where this industry is going from in-house quants, data scientists and engineers, like where do you predict the next, you know, five years and how data is going to be used and how it will change the mortgage industry? We've got some, you mentioned quants and, and data scientists. We've got some really interesting things going on at OB that I think are you know, at the cutting edge of, of the use of data and how it can be used in the mortgage industry. Um, so again, our team is looking at one, one popular, we've got a, a trading and hedging operation, I should say it the other way, hedging and trading operation out in Denver that uh, helps clients either with software and or with uh, the operations behind hedging and trading loan solutions. In fact, you had a chat with Jim Glennon not too long ago who's running that business for us. And, you know, the most common execution for a mandatory 
uh, delivery is this whole loan trade, and they put the loans on our trading platform out for bid. Well, we've got a group of data scientists who are trying to predict, based on the history of data, what that winning bid is going to be. So using mm-hmm. machine learning to teach the system how to calculate the winning bid based on these you know, millions of parameters that could go into the decision-making of a, a whole loan bid and, and doing it with, with great success. And we're actually starting to roll that out to help our clients be more efficient in their bidding. So you know, hopefully if, if they're a winning bid, they're not leaving too much on the table. That is amazing to me. I was going to say, it's just so impressive as you guys continue to be innovative and visionaries within the industry and add these things that, again, nobody nobody else is really doing. You guys are kind of the leading the way. You're the pioneers of all this that's going on. Happy and you to be just, part of it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's really exciting to be part of. So I, I want to kind of wrap up with this, Rick. As you mentioned, AI, machine learning, this is this is becoming a, a big part of our industry. We've talked about AI and we've talked about how it's, you know, how it's beneficial and how we need to better utilize it because it's not there to replace us, ladies and gentlemen. It's there to help us. It's there to make it more efficient for us. And that's exactly what you guys are doing with and, and how you're using it at OB. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, um, even I, myself, I get a little intimidated by the machine learning and artificial <laughs> intelligence words, but at, at the ground level and, and for OB and our customers, you know, it's, and I think where the industry is headed, it's just about making, helping people make better decisions, using data to help people make better decisions. And um, so with better data come better decisions, more efficient, more efficient decisions, faster decisions. And that's just going to help us all be better in the market. That's a mic drop right there, Rick. You just nailed That's like a mic drop. We're out. That's better data helps make better decisions. And ultimately, that's what we're here to do as mortgage, as real estate professionals. The better data we have, the better we can help our clients make educated decisions, make better decisions. So Rick, I cannot thank you enough for coming and sharing so much big announcements with the NASDAQ happening and all the big things that you guys are doing at Optimal Blue. So I cannot thank you enough for joining us on the show, Rick. Thank you so very much. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Josh. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Always a pleasure. And guys, as always, we want to thank you guys for joining us today on the Shred Show Live. And again, want to thank Rick and the entire team at Optimal Blue for joining us as well. As you can see, Optimal Blue continues to push the, to push the envelope. They continue to do new things. And further our industry as a whole, having their indices on the NASDAQ. That is just, that is good for all of us, ladies and gentlemen, and their solutions continue to help you make cutting edge decisions in your business. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Again, if you joined us live, make sure you comment hashtag shred below. If you join us on the replay, make sure you comment hashtag hustle. We'll provide a link below for Optimal Blue. If you need more information, you guys can check them out. Guys, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. And now it's time for you to go shred, go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See you guys. Thank you.